Well, I've only really been off for a very short time. And in that space of time, the West seems to be turning into the wild, wild West. In today's video, we're going to look at these disturbing developments in the war against cash and towards this central bank digital currency and the carbon score, the, the social score, and all these other things with dystopian in nature, which are happening at an accelerated rate now. Well, more than that $1 billion worth of physical cash has disappeared from yeah. the economy in the last year. The first time the cash economy has shrunk in almost six decades. And you can see even from these media reports how they are laughing at us. They are actually laughing in our face about these things. Is the cash economy under threat? We know countries like Sweden are going cashless. This is a bit of a milestone, a bit of a moment in, in the move to a cashless society. The Greeks. <laughs> what are they going to do? <laughs> I thought that was just what you were going to say. Just the Greeks. <laughs> you were waiting for it, weren't you? <laughs> and they even make jokes about it. You know exactly what he was about to say. The great... Mm. The Greeks. What are they going to do? <laughs> we can't even use the keyword or the video will get banned. The great r, 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 you know what the next word is. I, I found a few businesses are refusing cash. Are they allowed to? They are. I checked into this and the ACCC mm. says that is okay. They're allowed to say no to cash. They're allowed to say that they don't want to take cash anymore. And a number of businesses, a growing number of businesses are doing exactly that. And according to the law, that is okay. So they're actually encouraging now businesses not to accept cash. They're doing it all via digital payments. And there's so many reasons for this. We've covered it a lot of times. There's everything from decriminalization. So allowing people, criminals to just go into stores now and just loot, uh, steal. They can rob whatever they want. Why would a business owner want to increase their risk even further a lot of these business owners by having a lot of cash on hand? And not only that, it's so difficult now for these businesses. We're going to get onto NatWest in a minute and some of the announcements from last week. But some of these businesses now, these banks are making it so difficult for them to accept cash because of needing to deposit it or withdraw cash to have a float. Oh, it's just ridiculous what's going on mm. in this country. How else are we supposed to avoid tax? <laughs> <laughs> and look, the media even makes jokes about normal everyday people who use cash. And they, they, this is a deliberate attempt and technique, by the way, the way, the way they keep doing all this word weaving throughout each report they do. So they're now making a joke about people who use cash, that they are tax dodgers, that they are criminals. So it's all subliminal, subliminal messaging that keeps coming in through these media reports. And it goes into, it's so funny when people say, well, I watch the news and the media. It doesn't affect me in any way. Yeah, really? Really? So you're one of those very tiny percentage of people that isn't affected by hypnosis or subliminal messaging. And these banks now are becoming a law unto themselves. They are making, they're basically tightening the net. In fact, let me just read out this report that came out last week from The Telegraph. Uh, this is all about NatWest and what they are doing. It's amazing how people seem surprised by this and it's only now getting attention. You remember we were talking about this more than 18 months ago now, about how all of these bank branches were closing, closing, closing. They were just removing the ability to get cash, closing down a load of these ATMs. 
And I just found a report today, which I'll have to cover because it is absolutely dystopian in nature, how they want to remove nearly all of the ATMs as part of this carbon net zero, you know, thing that they're, they're doing. Because they're trying to say now that cash is contributing to carbon emissions. Um, how exactly? I'm not sure. But they have all these sort of it's not directly, it's indirectly, you see. So they're saying, oh, when a person goes to it, I mean, this is how crazy it is. Are you ready for this? They're saying when a person goes to an ATM or a bank branch to remove cash, they are emitting carbon in their movements. I mean, can you see how crazy this is? I, I don't know if they're referring to um, being on transport or a vehicle or something, but can you imagine if they're actually talking about a human being walking to an ATM or a, or a branch and they are emitting carbon dioxide. I mean, this is how crazy uh, some of this is, or maybe my imagination's running wild here. But this is what I'm reading in these reports, how humans, when they're going, they're using the word humans as well. When they are traveling to the ATM or the bank to get cash, they are emitting carbon. So, and this is the thing that doesn't make sense. Well, what would that person be doing otherwise if they weren't walking to the bank? They're going to be doing something else. They're going to emit carbon no matter what. And then they go on to talk about the electricity that these ATMs are using. And I don't know about you, but if you've seen these ATMs, they don't look overly sophisticated, like they're using a huge amount of electricity to me. And then they go on to talk about people depositing cash, removing cash, and someone in the branch has to deal with it. It's all adding to carbon and electricity usage and all this. It's nonsense. Let's just throw it out there. It's complete nonsense. But they're using all of this to justify the removal of cash from society. But again, let me get onto this article here. So NatWest now, which is one of the largest banking groups in the UK, and remember NatWest isn't just the bank with all of those hundreds of branches, it also takes into account other, other banks, so like Coots, we all heard about Nigel Farage. It's funny, this has been happening to me for two years now, getting bank accounts cancelled because of my what I talk about on this channel. Was that mainstream news? No. As soon as Nigel Farage has it happened to him, all of a sudden it's, you know, this is a breaking story. But anyway, um, NatWest, you've also got, that's part of RBS, so Royal Bank of Scotland. You've got Coots. It also encompasses as well the Isle of Man Bank and some other banks, but they don't say this. They only put on the website these three big ones, but they actually own a lot of other banks as well. So it's not as if I'm hearing people say, well, it's not a big deal. It's only one bank. No, it's not. They own a huge share of the UK market. And mark my words, if one bank does it, the others are going to follow suit. So they are now imposing these new cash limits. And the Telegraph says that they are using these sweeping new powers to basically hold the public ransom to the bank's demands and how they want to do things. So this um, leaflet that came out, it was all about uh, tomorrow begins today. That's what they are calling it. And we all know what is coming in the future, don't we? Uh, so they say that this gives us the right to set limits on inbound and outbound payments. Now, one thing that you're not seeing anywhere is the amount of these, these limits. So previously it was £750 that you could take out 
on a daily basis. But what they're not saying then is how much these new limits are going to be. And it's very, very difficult. I've even done an FOI request and it's not yet come back. So it's very difficult to find out what these new limits will be. But there is talks, and you may have even seen these internal memos that have been going around on TikTok as well, that it's going to be anywhere from 150 to 300 pounds. But it looks like it may be 250 pounds is going to be the daily limit that you can withdraw. Now, this is why it's so bad and why I'm saying to you, you probably want to think about withdrawing some cash now before the 11th of September when this comes in because it's not going to be enough just to transfer to a different bank, open a new bank account and say, well, there we go, I've solved the problem. More banks are going to do this. They are tightening this net now on cash because they don't want cash. It isn't part of this plan as we go towards 2030. So you may be asking them, well, how are they justifying this, Neil? How are they justifying the restricting or the limiting of me being able to withdraw cash. So this is how they're, they're justifying it. The, in their official statement, they said they're making these changes to protect our customers from the risk of fraud. Didn't say fraud, it's the risk of fraud. So again, what do I always do? I look at the statistics around the statement. So what is fraud then in terms of what they're referring to here. They're referring to fraud where, you know, they get, there's some examples online, someone takes a person to an ATM and, and forces them to withdraw cash. Now, you think about all the fraud that's going on. What percentage do you think is someone being marched to an ATM and forced to withdraw cash compared to all of these other online payments that are being these scams all around the world? What, do you, what percentage do you think it is? Uh, drop it in the comments below. I'd be very interested to know your opinion on this. But let me tell you, it's, it, it's, you know, it's very small. Let's just say that. I want to see how many of you can work this out. So they're, they're justifying this, this restriction on, on cash behind a bold-faced lie that's to protect people from being frauded of, of people stealing them. It's not that at all. This is it's ridiculous. Most of these frauds are done online, but it's not just affecting the banks. They've also now, they're doing this through the post office, uh, in deposit, in cash deposit machines as well. They say this is to stop money laundering. They go on to talk about how a lot of people that are using cash are using it for illegal means. There's a high percentage now, apparently this is this has risen. But there's all of these studies that have come out none of which you'll see on the mainstream media, of course. Um, and this is from Martin Kersley, the banking director at the post office. He says the limits have had a significant impact on legitimate customers being turned away, unable to do their transactions. There's all sorts of other statements and executive summaries that have come out from these studies showing that it's having a disproportional effect on elderly people, pensioners, and people who earn very, very uh, small amounts of money. And that they're really struggling now to manage their money as well because they, one of the reasons that certain people use cash, and I know people that prefer to do this, and they have their systems around cash, is because they struggle to manage their finances quite well. So they use cash and they use, you know, these uh, div divider systems and everything else that certain people use. And remember that it's out of sight, out of mind. So when you have cash in your hand, 
you think differently about making purchases compared to just, oh, it's on your watch or it's on your phone or you touch, you know, tap, tap your, your card or you just, what are they talking about for the future? Beep using your wrist, uh, which is baffling, absolutely baffling to me that people are going and getting these things injected into their wrists. Now, the other thing is that NatWest has actually paid 700 million pounds in regulatory fines just in recent years. And in the USA, they've paid $14 billion in penalties. Where have you seen that anywhere on the news? I mean, how on earth do you even rack up that level of penalties? 14 billion in the USA. But it's not just NatWest. You've got to remember that a lot of the other banks are closing the net as well on alternative payment systems. So if you think about crypto, HSBC just recently put out an announcement that they are going to limit the amount of money that you can transact in cryptocurrency, which to me is pretty obvious. Again, all of these banks are using the same line. They're saying it's to prevent fraud when actually we know it's part of a bigger picture to move towards the CBDC, the central bank digital currency in almost every Western country. Now, here's the problem with that. For those of you who think this is a good thing, I see it in the comments all the time. I'm like, what are these people smoking? <laughs> people that want a CBDC. Oh, it'll be so much easier than the system we have right now. No, it won't. It will be a complete restriction on your freedoms. Just look at all the carbon stuff that, again, 18 months ago, two years when I, we were first talking about. When I, the reason I keep saying we is because I include you in this because you put it in the comments, gives me ideas, I then feed it back, I make videos. So I feel like we're in this together, even though it is just me on the channel here, I know. But you think about, let, you know, let's say Bitcoin or wherever, whatever crypto is your preference. It is an alternative payment system, decentralized, not centralized. So this is a risk This to, to these governments who want the CBDC. This is a huge fear they have that people could adopt this crypto, which is why you see this relentless onslaught in the media about these cryptocurrencies. But what people don't realize is that instead of something like Bitcoin, for example, they're gonna have the CBDC where there's gonna be all these restrictions on it, all these limits, and you don't think all the carbon stuff that's coming down the line is gonna to apply to you. Really? You really don't think this carbon credit score is eventually, it's already gone through government, it's gone through businesses, it's gone through the banking sector, it's now with medium-sized businesses, you know it's gonna to go to small businesses next, and then it's gonna to go to people. I'm almost certain of this, and then the one thing I'm not certain of is how dystopian this gets. It could be a social credit score later on like they have in China. So this is not good, even though people seem to think this is a good thing, everything, oh, this is all great, yeah, CBDC. No, you are cheering for your own enslavement in the future if they start programming this currency, which I think they will. And let me tell you, when all this comes in, I will not be here anymore. I'll not be recording from this studio. I will be gone because there's no way I'm gonna get myself trapped into all this dystopian stuff and 15 minute cities and being told where I can go one flight a year. Oh, you can't drive your car anywhere. It's just not gonna happen. So 
And that's one of the reasons why I've created my new course, which should be launched next week. And that will help you to just break out of this system, which is exactly what I'm doing. Okay, so here's my key takeaway message from this video then. If I were in your position, and I am in most of your positions, I would not be leaving all of my cash in the bank. I would be getting ahead of the curve with this. And if you do have a lot of money in the bank and you're concerned about it, maybe you've already opened some other accounts, but you are concerned that you are gonna get cut off completely from cash, then the obvious thing to do is to actually go into branch and remove some of your cash from the bank. Now, that doesn't mean to say if you have got a fortune in there to remove the whole thing and keep it at home, because I think there's risk with that as well. And in the future, you're probably not gonna be able to pay that back into the bank. And if cash isn't accepted by businesses and other things, then you're really gonna struggle with that cash. Because again, they are tightening the net on people using cash and treating them like criminals. In my opinion, I couldn't care less because I like cash and I do use cash. I take cash when I go traveling because you go to a lot of countries as well outside of the West and they still are heavily cash-based countries. And if you want some of their currency, they much prefer you to do uh, you know, a cash transfer at the money exchange or the bureau or whatever else you call it. So honestly, this is just a warning for you. I would not leave this to chance and just expect that you can just leave all your cash there. You don't need any cash at all and that everything's gonna be just fine. Definitely make sure that you have some cash, whatever is comfortable for you, but definitely have some cash. So thanks for watching today. Take care, God bless. I will see you next time.